everyone and welcome to race time radio sure glad you could tune in tonight our first results based program of 2023 we got a lot coming at you tonight we got an awesome lineup uh, back from the nascar pindies race and junior was a busy dude over the weekend doing all kinds of spotting how you doing over there i'm doing good yeah? i uh tell you what Put a lot of miles on this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you did. It was fun. It was it was a great way to kick off 2023. Yeah. Uh, I know last weekend, uh, you know, I got to knock the rust off and and uh, get after it with Josh Stoddy and the and the guys over at Sunset. Um, but uh, this weekend here, it was uh, there was lots of racing. Oh. Uh, started the weekend off over at Delaware Speedway on Friday night and uh, uh, jumped on the 401 and mm-hmm. uh, headed over to Barry Speedway or headed over to Barry and and. Uh, uh, got to take in the uh, the Oscar Hot Rods. Well, not the Oscar Hot Rods, but the the Big Z Memorial Hot Rod Race over right. at Sunset, and then as well the uh, uh, NASCAR Pinty's Race. A lot left to be desired from the Pinty's Race for for from my standpoint, but the right. fans got their money's worth. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, it was a good packed house there last night at Sunset Speedway. Uh, lots of cars on track. Lots happening. It was the Big Z Memorial. Uh, for the brand new Hot Rod Series for Sunset Speedway, you're going to hear from uh, uh, definitely the winner. Uh, Johnny Gaunt was second. We're going to hear from him. Uh, we've got a bunch coming at you tonight. Uh, but let me tell you all we've got coming on the show. Uh, we're going to kick it all off on Canada's East Coast. It was the brand new Super Late Model of Series, all firing up at Speedway 660. History was made today. They got rained out yesterday, and the race actually started, I think, around 1 o'clock today out there on the East Coast. The number one, Ryan Messer, goes to Victory Lane. He's the guy that made history uh, going to Victory Lane for the first time, the inaugural race in the series. And we're going to catch up with Ryan Messer here tonight on the show. He's going to be guest number one. Then, Joe Trayton Lapsovich. Man, he had a good day in that 20 car for uh, Quick Quick and everybody else he's got on that machine. That 20 car took the pole for the NASCAR Pinnies race, and I believe he led all but one or two laps, but he led the right one right at the very end. He definitely led a lot of that race, and, and uh, you know, it, it, the the kid... He, he hit every mark. <laughs> he, yeah. he absolutely uh, overcame adversity. Uh, you know, uh, late in the race, it's it's easy to uh, kind of give up or lose your cool, lose your head, if you will. Uh, you get moved out of the way with you know a handful of laps to go, and and uh, he battled right right back up there and uh, uh, threw it into a, a hole that was big enough for a motorcycle, and <laughs> and uh, uh, you know he, he uh, put on a, a, a clinic on on how to uh, how to dive bomb and and get the get the checkers and. Uh, you know, the kid is so good at Sunset Speedway. I've watched him in, I've watched him in late models there. I've watched him in, in now, you know, a handful of Pinty's races and, and, uh, you know, it, it takes me back. He got his start there in the NASCAR Pinty series, uh, subbing in for Alex Tagliani and, 
you know, just ever since then, uh, he hasn't looked back. You know, he's been in the he's been in the hunt and, and been in the mix uh, every time at sunset. And and uh, you know, last night uh, he wasn't going to be denied. He went Mm-mm. he went out there and took it. Oh no, that would have been a shame if he would have lost last night's Agreed. race. But he didn't. He won. He went to victory lane. We're going to hear from Jaden Lapsovich tonight on this very program. Kind of funny today. Sue was looking back at Facebook, and uh, there's a picture of Trayton and his mom. And, a, you know, happy Mother's Day there, Mom. Got the big win for you. And she's holding the trophies. Th- thanks for this dust collector. Yeah, yeah it was kind of, kind of a cute thing. Another, another really cool photo that I've seen on Facebook um, was Stomp and Tom Walters posted a photo mm. uh, in congratulations for Trayton. Yeah. Uh, but he posted a photo uh, after Trayton's first four-cylinder race. Mm. And. He looks like a young kid now, yeah, you know. He's, yeah. but he, he he looks like a young man now. Yeah. Um. You look you look back at that photo uh, that Ann and and Stomp and Tom posted, uh, and he was a kid then, yeah. and oh, yeah. uh, that wasn't that many years back. No, it wasn't. Well, he's been growing up right in front of our very eyes. Uh, but we'll hear from Trayton tonight, of course. NASCAR Pindy's race winner over at Sunset Speedway, the NTN bearing. 250, I believe it was called. Uh, we're also going to hear from Rob DiVienzo. Now, uh, for those of you that may not know Rob, um, you'll remember there was a major story last year, um, and it was, uh, well, it was in the winter, I believe, of last year, and there was uh, a, a private plane that was down uh, in the Dominican, and it was bringing passengers back. Well, Rob is the pilot to that plane, uh, they noticed that there was something in, not the cargo hold, but a spot where there shouldn't be anything. And uh, Rob noticed uh, he's, the light was on the dash of the jet. And they checked it out, got a hold of the authorities and said, hey, we got stuff on here. You want to take it away? They didn't know what it was, uh, just baggage. And uh, I'll let Rob tell the story, but I'll tell you what, it's a hair-raising story and uh, he spent a lot of time in the Dominican for absolutely no reason. And uh, Rob is going to join us tonight and set the record straight. At least we'll find out what actually happened to Rob. It's a it's a terrible story uh, with a with a good ending because we got Rob back in this country. Yeah, definitely. It's you know I talking to Rob. Uh, you know I known the Divorenzos for a long time. I've raced against them, not raced, you know, yeah. but but you know been on teams racing against them for for a long time. And and uh, you know he's very approachable. The entire family is very approachable. Very much. And so. and even I, you know. Was I, I had you know apprehensions about you know like asking him the question of sure. hey what happened sure. down there you know like like you don't want to overstep you don't want to come across rude no. but I also really want him to explain the story because uh, I think a lot of people in 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 the world right it's the court of public opinion when you hear somebody being involved uh, and there's drugs involved or there's crime involved you mm. know y- you make your own assumption and and right. and you know in, in, you're supposed to be innocent until you're proven guilty especially after and, the length of time this all played out exactly so you know uh, I think that uh, this is going to really um, it, it's going to open some eyes mm-hmm. uh that that had heard about the story, you know, uh, that had that had you know taken, you know, had had heard about it in in a roundabout way, uh, but haven't you know approached Rob and and talked to him 
uh, or approach somebody that is close by and, and talk to them. Um, you know, it's uh, it's something that can happen to anybody. Well, and uh, and I, I I really look forward to getting the getting the word out there and showing that uh, uh, there's no nicer guy in the pit area. No. There's no nicer family no. in the pit area and smart and smart as well. Right. And uh, um, you know, it's I, I really want to set the you know I, I, I wanted him to have the opportunity to set the, the record straight in our industry in our entire industry and it's time to go racing and that's exactly what rob and ty want to do in the 97 car he is going to join us tonight you'll hear the whole story uh we're also going to catch up with another winner this time delaware speedway in a late model very familiar name the 52 of jake sheridan uh went to victory lane sounds like it was quite a race he is going to join us live tonight on race time we'll also hear from Sammy Fellows, of course, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park getting all ready to go for Victoria Fest. The big weekend happens every year. A ton of Canadian race fans head for CTMP, and for good reason. We got a big Pindies race coming up. I know they got a lot on the schedule. We're going to check in with Sam Fellows tonight and get you all up to date. Uh, we got that and so much more coming at you. Uh, but what do you say we get to guest number one? He made history today out on Canada's East Coast in New Brunswick at Speedway 660. The brand new Super, super Late Model Series went green today. And it was the number one of Ryan Messer going to Victory Lane. He did it and he joins us now on the Zoom line. What's going on there, Ryan? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm tired, but I'm very good. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, man. Uh, take us back through the race. How was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, we were supposed to get it in yesterday. It ended up rain rolled in, so we uh, we got her fired off today. And uh, just it was really good day. A um, little windy, but uh, no, everything went really well. And luck was finally on our side for once. We we didn't have an ounce of luck there um, last year, so just to fire off the year like this um, definitely sends us down the right path, hopefully, and hopefully there'll be more to come of that. Well, you got to be good to be lucky, and Ryan Messer, you are one of those guys that has done his homework. Uh, was this the first weekend that the car actually hit the track? Uh, I know you guys would have been prepared for a little while. Did you uh, just hit the track this weekend for practice and then straight into the race, or did you get a little bit of test time in before the old green flag went in the air? Uh, we got a little bit of test time in. Uh, we did a little test down in Petticodiac at Petty because um, we got some upcoming races there with the series, and we got we got some laps in at 660 um, just a little bit beforehand here. So we had some laps down. Um, just the car was good right off the trailer on Friday night and uh, just made gains on it all weekend and it just seemed to stay under me really well um through the whole race it never seemed to fade so no just we had, car was phenomenal um overall all weekend you overcame a bunch of stereotypes i'm not gonna lie to you they always say that nice guys finish last and pretty race cars aren't fast but you got one of the best looking race cars in the entire game uh and uh and you know we've definitely heard lots of, lots of good things about mess the messer family uh at the racetrack uh it seems like you guys had uh, a heck of a weekend take us back to uh you know the entire uh you know the entire race uh what all transpired were there any big uh big moments throughout the out the event and and uh you know what what transpired between the drop of the green and and uh and you know getting the picture taken in victory lane 
Uh, there was just a lot of really hard um, side-by-side close racing right from start to finish, basically. And I think, I'm guessing that was probably back the whole way through the field. Um, just it was an unbelievably stout field um, of, of cars. Um, I know I friggin' was racing somebody pretty well the whole time. Um, yeah, just I knew I had to try to make it last. And just I was the car seemed to never really fade too much. So um, that makes it easy as a driver when you can have a car that good. I didn't know if the heat of the day, well, I guess it was windy, but just I didn't know how in the daytime really how the car was going to react and then not having practice as well. Um, but just the car was awesome. Um, just I can't thank my dad and family everybody that um that just allows me to do this they give me a, a wicked piece to work with i bet you those sponsors would be some happy who you got on the number one card this year right um i've got some new ones and i got some that have been with me for a long long time um i gotta thank uh, andy fox and the waterfront pub and eatery um he's been a big big help to to our pro stock racing uh, the last few years so i really gotta thank him uh, I got to thank uh, Dana's Collision Center and CSN Collision Centers, um, McLaughlin Overhead Doors, uh, MC Hammer, uh, Ergart Construction is new this year, so I really got to thank them for coming on. Uh, Service Master Clean in Moncton, uh, Rec Auto Car Quest, Wonder Muffler, uh, Northeast Distributors, Metal Roofs, um, Watson's Home Hardware and Building Supplies, uh, Castrol Oil, Excel Manufacturing. Uh, Thunder Lightning Motorsports, the Cabin Restaurant, uh, Bumper to Bumper Auto Parts. Um, just there's we got big and little. Um, they all help. Just couldn't do it without them. Yeah, good deal, good deal. What's next for you? You're gonna run like uh, full time anywhere? You're gonna run the series? Uh, like uh, obviously you're gonna run the series, but are you gonna try and mix in uh, like a full schedule at your home track? What's the plan? Uh, we're going to be kind of jumping around a little bit, the same as we've done uh, the last few years, which we really enjoyed doing. And um, in doing that, for a small team like us, it makes pretty well a full year's worth of racing. Uh, we get at least a dozen races in or or more. So we're going to do the, the Super Late Model Series. We're going to do that. Um, we're planning on running the Pro Stock Tour race here in 660 um, in a couple of weeks. Um, we're definitely going back to the IWK. Um, we weren't sure we we're going to be able to make that, but that mm-hmm. was, we had an awesome car there last year until we had a parts failure. So we want another shot at that one. Um, and then we'll have speed weekend here at 660, um, in September. And we will probably get the Atlantic championships at the end of the year. And we got a couple other small ones, um, just throughout the year that we want to try to hit up. So we'll definitely have a full year of racing. Sounds like it. It sounds like you're going to be foot to the floor lots. You're going to keep the crew busy. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, look forward to catching up with you personally at the IWK 250. Of course, race time radio is going to be there for our 12th season. And I always come off the chip for that. Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250. July 15th. I know I've got that one marked on my calendar and have since last July. But, uh, Ryan, this has been great catching up with you. I bet you you're kind of bushed. Yes, absolutely. I bet. Well, you made history, my man. Uh, congratulations on that. When's the next uh, When's the next series race? Next series race is June 3rd, if I'm I believe in Petticodiac in Petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, another good track for you too. Do you think you can step her up there and repeat or what? 
Uh, not quite as sure. Um, as a driver, that place has just absolutely beat me the last few years in a pro stock anyways. Um, we made great gains on it last year. Um, in the Mike Stevens, again, we were up to uh, fourth, battling for third when we had a failure there too. Uh, June 3rd, yes, it is. Um, yeah, so we've been making um, gains, going the right direction with it. So uh, we hope to keep going down that road and have good cars there. Um, my goal as a driver would be probably a top 10 if we get the same kind of field as we had this weekend. Um, yeah. It definitely won't be easy. Um, just to have fun, keep it in one piece would be my main goal. But uh, see what we can do. Ah, you're going to do it, kiddo. Uh, awesome to see. Congratulations on the victory. Congratulations to the full series and everybody that participates in it. We're going to have every winner on this very program, just like Rye did tonight. Rye, thanks so much for the time. Go relax, man. And oh, I guess I can't say that because you want to keep winning. I know what your relaxation is. Head back to the shop and uh, get her ready to go. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You betcha. That is Ryan Messer. Watch for him. The number one car. Always, always a factor in every race. Uh, so many good names, I'll tell you. All the big names on Canada's East Coast are participating in that series. And uh, breath of fresh air, man. It's going to be awesome. We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. The NASCAR Pinty Series Race 1 winner, we got Trent Lapsovich coming up on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Hey, race fans, this is Larry Barrio, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM from Channel 167. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar Hot Rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. In Ontario, the Victoria Day long weekend in May has always held a tradition for auto racing. Since 1961, this is the place where fans have cheered on their heroes and watched as they captured the checkered flag. The tradition continues in 2023 with the Castrol Victoria Day Speed Fest at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200. 
cheer on Canada's top drivers and be part of the tradition. Visit CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And just like that, we are all back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And hello to everybody tuned in on Rev TV Canada Monday night. Let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And welcome in round one. The NASCAR Pinty Series winner from yesterday at Sunset Speedway, his home track. And it's Trayton Lapsovich, driver of the 24. Those good old quick wicks. He's with us. What's going on, Trayton? How you doing? I'm pretty good, Joe. <laughs> ah, sounds a little bit robotic. You just broke up a bit there. But, man, did you have yourself a super race yesterday at sunset speedway good for you man you led them all pretty well yeah i mean uh we had a great car um the uh the delta bingo fbm number 20 was was wicked fast i mean i think we we topped the charts in practice uh topped the charts in qualifying and then uh i think we led 247 laps was the final count out of the possible 250 so yeah it's a great car all day long um i would have really got to stretch our legs on the first long run we had but uh no it it was definitely just a great day for us good way to get the season started a point leader that's got a good ring to it you've never been the point leader have you um well we we won this race last year um so we were the point leader uh no hopefully Hopefully we can uh, keep it up, keep up the good, consistent finishes, uh, head into CTMP next weekend. Uh, definitely a lot of momentum after winning the season opener. And, uh, yeah, just um, I know we have good cars at Mossport. We ran good there in the past as well. Well, I'll tell you what, your dad was always magic at CTMP. So if you need a guy in your corner, you got the best man possible. Uh, he, he really knows his way around. Are you more comfortable on road courses now? Like, I know you're an oval guy. But you've shown, like, some tremendous talent in whatever you get into and whatever configuration. Are you comfortable on road courses? Yeah, I mean, uh, road course racing was new to me in 2021. But like you said, having my dad uh, and also just a lot of good mentors around me to to bounce ideas off of on the road courses and really learn, uh, it's definitely a good feeling. Uh, Like you said, I've had some good finishes on the road courses recently. I think I ran third at Moss for my first year there so uh 
Yeah, definitely getting a lot more control. I, I feel like I'm definitely I think style when it comes to mall sports. Still need a little work on the street courses, but uh, no, I definitely um, get more comfortable uh, each and every time out on them. In this past weekend, just yesterday, it was the NTN Bearing 250. Uh, like mentioned, you got the pole for this race. You led 247 laps in it. Uh, track position meant a lot, I would believe, at Sunset Speedway. Will it mean as much at CTMP? Uh, will uh, like if you don't get the pole, if you're you know fifth, sixth, even tenth, does it really matter at CTMP? Uh, with the passing zones you got there and the length of the race, what do you think? Yep. Opposed to sunset because we do have the live kid stops. Um, so a little different in that sense, but I, I still do think track position does mean quite a bit. Um, you definitely, I think we'll have more cars when it comes to CTMP in comparison to sunset. Uh, I think we'll probably be pushing around 30, um, maybe close to there. So no, I think it's going to definitely be important to still qualify well if you can hold the track position all day and, uh, and yeah, you have a good pit stop as well. That's that's going to be the most important part of the day, I believe. Uh, if we do have green flag pit stops, it's it's going to be important to nail that and uh, no, just be consistent all day long. How about crew this year, Triton? Uh, you got the same formula put together this year as that you've had last year. Uh, Who have you got on the uh, team? We don't actually. This year, it's almost an entirely new group. Uh, my dad's my crew chief now, um, so little different not having him on top of the box the last two years in Pinties as he's always been my guy with APC and everything else so uh, I got my dad back on top of the box and then uh, kind of a different composition of crew guys from 22 racing um, but uh, no it went really good this past weekend really smooth um, and hopefully we can carry that through the rest of the season. Well that's what you call chemistry right when you can put a new group together and get the results that you had there yesterday. I know Todd Lewis had reported uh, that he had spoke to you early and you really wanted you were concerned with the right rear. You wanted to make sure you kept that intact for when you needed it. Did your strategy work out the way that you were planning it yesterday? Absolutely. Um, I, I think in practice, when I was talking to Todd, basically my big focus was making sure we could set up the car for the long run. In a sort of with some different so I think from there we're just we're just trying to make sure that we could keep the right rear on it and keep the right front on it for the entirety of a run. And uh, we didn't really have much for green flag runs. We started off with a long green flag run, and I think. Right away, it was kind of it was pretty definitive that we were the dominant car there. So uh, definitely had had a very good car and uh, was able to preserve that right rear and use it when I needed it. Now, I can't tell you the last time I can remember hearing and Andrew Ranger goes down one lap and now two. You were putting a lot of good cars down laps early, uh, and I guess that's the target, right? If you can put them a lap down, you're not going to have to pass them again for a while. Uh, you did a lot of that yesterday. Uh, it was amazing to watch. Trayton, you did it again. Uh, it's got to feel rewarding. I think back to that race at Delaware Speedway when uh, DJ Kennington bounced you out of the way when that win was going to be yours. Look at you now. That That's a distant memory, but I guess you needed something like that in your book, right, to have the successes you're having now. 
Yeah, exactly. I think I think at this point we're we're way we're well past that, anyways. So that was definitely a low point, but uh, it helps. It, it you learned a lot from it. I mean, uh, I've kind of learned when I need to be aggressive and when I need to ride as well. And I think that's a big part of the Pinty's races, especially learning who you're racing against and all the different driving styles. So it's about knowing when you can be passive and, and when to be aggressive at the same time. Are we going to see you in any APC competition this year? Love watching you and whatever you get into. Any plans of doing that as well as a full-time Pinty's deal? Uh, not right now. We don't have any plans. Uh, we actually sold our Prolate model, so um, nothing kind of on the slate as of right now. Um, if anything comes up, uh, I would definitely jump at it. But uh, for right now, we're just our, our focus is on the, uh, the Pinty series. Ooh, full concentration, and that's uh, something that you really haven't done, right? Because you have been doing other things and mixing in different races. I know you concentrate on the Pinty's. It's Canada's national tour, and you do quite well at it. But uh, now this year, with a total focus championship uh well i guess caden did it you gotta go get it man yeah i mean it's definitely in our sights it's uh it's definitely something that we want to accomplish um like i said we just gotta we gotta keep it up with the consistent finishes um last year i think there was no doubt we were championship contender even with three dnfs so if we can eliminate those um turn those dnfs into top five top ten finishes i think there's no doubt we can be there at the end well you did an amazing job my friend and we can't thank you enough for the time tonight on race time radio genuinely appreciate it and your mom did a good job staying behind the seat too i thought for sure she was gonna photobomb you buddy (laughs) thanks joe i appreciate having me you betcha that's trayton lapsovich uh did a masterful job at sunset speedway you gotta watch for him all season long there was a lot of good cars in the race but nobody had a thing for trayton lapsovich there yesterday not my opinion the 96 was close but no cigar. The ninety six was close. The three was close. It, it, but I tell you what, he, he just he he executed. He checked all the boxes. That's and and when you look at uh, you know how the entire team uh, you know came together, um, you know with with Jeff being on top of the pit box, um, I think it, 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 it you know going into it going into this season, um, Trayton definitely. Um, you know, had a lot to prove after last year with the with the DNFs that they that they did have, um, and uh, you know when you look at it, I, I he's going to be super strong uh, everywhere we go. Um, it's uh, it's going to be really interesting. You know, when you look at at the the speed that they had, kind of emulated the speed that the '96 had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The '96 seems like they uh, were caught up a little bit. You know, yeah. um, uh, uh, the '96 was lights out fast. Every single time it unloaded last year. Uh, yesterday, not so much. You know, qualified back there. Um, you know, uh, obviously drove up to the front and was there in the mix for the win, uh, but didn't have the overall speed that uh, that the 20 car had. Um, the the way that the 20 car just basically drove, you know, from from third back to like after being moved back mm-hmm. to th- from third up to the lead uh down the back straightaway um you know you could really tell how good the car was and uh how good how good of a driver Trayton is you need to be a good driver to be able to set up a car th- hey, like that you so gotta keep your poise you yeah, gotta absolutely. keep especially when you come under fire and alex uh, Gwinnett was uh definitely in that three car was putting him under fire. The 96 car was there. Uh, the 74 car, uh, another one that looked uh, incredibly strong. It's going to be interesting. You get to CTMP on the Victoria Holiday weekend next weekend. 
Uh, you're in for a show and a really cool one at that. It's really selfish of me to say this, but can we stop talking about this damn race now? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll tell you what, man. That was the, one of the most forgettable races for me and for, for the team. I feel so bad for, for Andrew Ranger and Whitey and the whole gang. Uh, we just missed it, man. Well, it was, you got to uh, pull your socks up. I don't want to hear no excuses. They'll be watching for big things at a CTMP. Hey, absolutely. Guys. That's. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, I, it was a tough one, but uh, uh, we have those right in professional sure. auto racing, in big league auto racing. You're going to have those days, and and uh, uh, no question about it, we had one of them days, and and uh, hopefully that's it. You know, we uh, wash our hands of it and uh, uh, head on to Mossport and have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get this break in right now, and that Rob Devanzo is going to join us on the other side of it with an incredible story. Can't wait to talk with Rob and. Uh, they got a big race season all coming up, and we're going to talk to him about all of the above next, here, live on Race Time Radio. Stay with us, everybody. Hi, race fans. I'm Al Baki from the Saskatoon Stock Car Racing Association. You're listening to Race Time Radio. In Ontario, the Victoria Day long weekend in May has always held a tradition for auto racing. Since 1961, this is the place where fans have cheered on their heroes and watched as they captured the checkered flag. The tradition continues in 2023 with the Castrol Victoria Day Speed Fest at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200. Cheer on Canada's top drivers and be part of the tradition. Visit CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at LeafRacewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. Hey, everyone. This is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Edge TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a, a tap, tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. That's right. Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But hang tight, it's coming. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, the Unlike Tom Petty that's learning to fly, our next guest is really good at flying, not only in aircraft, the guy can fly around in a Can-Am midget that he did for years. And now, team owner and uh, number one confidant for Ty DiVienzo in the 97 for the APC Series. It's Rob DiVienzo with us. What's going on there, Robbie? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, Joe. Thanks so much for having me tonight. I appreciate it. Hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, well, you had us all scared, buddy. Uh, I didn't think you were going to be back for a long time. And it was a long time and too long uh, to get everybody sort of caught up, if they don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I'll just sort of set it, if you will. Uh, Rob, you are a commercial pilot, a private right. pilot too, right? Like you fly uh, commercial jets, uh, Lear jets. You you can fly them all, can't you? Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, for many years I was a corporate pilot, and uh, but I've been an airline pilot for many near, many years as well. Now. So uh, that that's my current role. Pretty wild. Uh, I, I've always been amazed by pilots that know how to fly these big aircrafts. Of course, I'm on planes all the time, going either to the East Coast to do races or the West Coast, and uh, I absolutely love it. And uh, it always, it always, uh, I don't know, befuddles my mind when I think, how do you guys do that? I know there's two of you in a cockpit, um, but really, uh, it, it 
it would, if there was me up there, it'd take 20 of me probably to do what you do. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it's it, quite a thing. Yeah, it's lots of training, lots of training, especially, you know, to be an airline pilot like myself, where uh, a lot of people don't realize we're, we're retrained every six months. So every six months we're in the simulator on the airplane that we fly and uh, every six months we're retested and uh, our jobs are on the line every six months. So it's a highly regulated industry and it needs to be that way to keep, uh, to keep the public safe, of course. Yeah, and that's what they call checking out too, right? I guess is that right. when you're yeah, checked exactly. out, right? Yeah, for sure. Amazing, and we all love going to the islands. Uh, it would be, you know, people's dream, man, to fly an aircraft, take some passengers, head down to the islands, and uh, not a lot of people would realize really how much pressure. And uh, of course, you got pressure on you. You've got everyone's life, including your own, at the right. controls when you go to take off. Uh, but there's a lot more behind the scenes that, you know, people don't realize, really. And I know, Rob, uh, you really got yourself into a situation not of your doing. Uh, Everything that you did was by the book. And according to what any logical-headed, thinking human being would do, but you didn't have the same result. Please explain to us what happened. Yeah, we certainly didn't. Um, So we, uh, just to to keep it short, we... uh Myself and my crew were sent down on April 4th of 2022 uh, on an Air Canada flight to the Dominican Republic to continue a flight, continue a charter back to Toronto. Uh, Previous crew had taken the airplane down about five days before that. So the airplane had been sitting there for about five days. And uh, the 5th of April, we were getting ready to go, uh, finishing our our pre-flight checks with my first officer. And uh, our our aircraft engineer came to the flight deck to say that... uh, he had found some sort of a bag in the avionics bay of our airplane. Um, the avionics bay is a, a big area in the belly of the airplane. It's strictly for uh, systems, aircraft systems. No baggage ever goes in there. It's, it's a highly uh, sensitive area. So we proceeded to do our job. We went down and took a look. Uh, we could only see one bag. It looked like a long hockey bag of some sort. And, uh, you know, we're trained in aviation security every year. It's a part of our annual training. So um, right away, I... Uh, made the decision. We contacted the company. We contacted the RCMP, uh, local authorities, and had all of our passengers brought off the airplane. We, we honestly didn't know if it was a bomb. We, it could have been an explosive device. We had no idea. So so from there, the evening went on, and uh, allegedly it turned out to be uh, eight bags of uh, contraband. So that's uh, kind of when our nightmare began, was uh, the early, uh, early evening of April 5th going into April 6th. Uh, unreal. Unreal to not only discover... You know, something in there. Uh, but uh, I, I know enough uh, of uh, about flying to be dangerous, okay? Uh, but right. I do know that uh, watching the W-5, and, and please Google it. If, if you're hanging around and you want to watch a, a, an incredible story, uh, go to W-5 and have a look at it. Uh, it, it just amazing. The amount of product that was underneath that in that in that bay was like 500 and some odd pounds too, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's about right. I think they said 250 kilograms or something is what it was. Um, yeah, so 500 pounds of unknown baggage in an area of an aircraft that we don't allot for any any weight and balance as a part of our calculation. So it really was a serious thing. I mean, uh, I've said it before, no aviation professional would have ever put bags in that location. Uh, you know, it was so far forward of our center of gravity. I mean, the airplane might not have even taken off. So um, it was a bad deal all around. Oh, man. So fortunate yeah. that you do your job and your team does the job and actually found it. 
because we could have been uh, talking about something totally different at this right. time. But thank God you guys did find it. You did the right things, too, right, Rob? You got a hold of the authorities. Okay. You didn't know what was in the bag. You didn't open the bag. You just right. said, hey, these aren't supposed to be here. You want to take care of this? And uh, yeah. from there, they all yeah. of a sudden, uh, I, I was really taken back by, I believe it was your co-pilot, that was uh, in the same hold you were. You guys waiting for these guys now to do their job. And mm-hmm. he counted up the guy. The, the guy had some bands on his side, and it sort of matched up with the number of passengers plus crew. And uh, lo and behold, they locked you up in the Dominican. Yeah, they, they did. And, and that evening would have been the evening of the 5th. And we had been sitting around. Honestly, Joe, we, we thought... We did the right thing. We thought we were basically heroes stopping this uh, contraband from coming into Canada. And while we were sitting around in that airport location for about five, six hours, uh, then we seen a whole bunch of tactical police come in. And, uh, yeah, one of the flight attendants did mention that he uh, he counted the uh, zip ties. And uh, that's really where hell began for, for me. Uh, we were, we were uh, detained. They told us we were detained for our own safety. Uh, which turned out to be lies by the Dominican uh, government. And uh, we spent the next nine days in hellish uh, conditions in a Dominican jail uh, before we were released on what they would call bail. But uh, we weren't allowed to leave the country, leave the country until they went about their investigation. An investigation, I will say, though, uh, even up until now, uh, nobody has enter- ever interviewed myself or my crew. So uh, they held us arbitrarily for eight months, uh, four days short of eight months before they finally released us. Yeah, it sounds like heaven, right? You're going to be locked up in the Dominican. Uh, but right. trust me, no, no, uh, you, you couldn't. You, you guys were totally, uh, totally uh, screwed. Yeah, that, there's we no really other were. way to put There's it. no other way of saying it. Yeah, now, it's true. Now, from a Canadian perspective, I know you work for a company. Uh, you've got the Canadian government. Uh, and we hear this, uh, Brittany Griner down in the U.S. Let's use that as the example. Uh, basketball player that had drugs that uh, got caught at the border in Russia. That was guilty. Exactly. That, that exactly. Was guilty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, she does her thing and... The government did get her released. It was a big news story. Here in Canada, though, uh, they're in stark contrast to what you guys were doing. Uh, You detected it, brought it to the attention of the authorities, and you guys swing from a tree sitting down there. Now, you weren't charged. Uh, No. Like you say, you weren't even interviewed. That's the sick part about it. You would think that they'd want to get to the bottom of it, but obviously there's got to be... A little bit of uh, give and take, I guess, down there. Uh, but yeah. you guys were the end result. It's nuts. It is nuts. And, and, you know, we really, you know, myself, as we sat down there, kind of, you know, two, three, four months went by. You started to realize that they were they were really keeping us because we, it seems like we broke up a, a route for them, really, is what, what it comes down to. So, and, you know, I, I, I don't want to use this uh, as a platform to go against our government, but we certainly didn't receive any help. Um, we didn't get any help from the government probably until about three weeks before we got released. Um, and the big help for us was W5 and Avery Haynes. They were, uh, they played a pivotal part in getting us released finally down there by putting pressure on the Dominicans. And, uh, you know, we, we owe them a lot. Um, but, uh, for months and months, our, our government certainly seemed, uh, like they were, uh, invisible. Rob, uh, you know, now you come back, you're, you're in Canada now, you're, you're uh, back to normal, if you will. Um, 
what has the the like i imagine when when you are involved in a situation like that um and, and you know let's call it 50% of the population know and and have watched w5 or you know they they know the intimate details and they know that you know rob had nothing to do with this mm-hmm. but the other 50% you know have have heard you know person X was involved in this and there was, you know, drugs or a crime involved. Uh, and that's all they know. Uh, has there been a, you know, a, 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 an adjustment period where, where people that, you know, people that you, that you dealt with in the past, uh, have, have changed or, or on the relationship side or, or anything like that because of them not knowing and then not asking. No, certainly not in my encounters. Um, I would say while we were down there as the months progressed and, and since getting back, I think everyone that I've encountered anyhow has been supportive. Um, everyone Good. knows the truth. I mean, listen, we were an international airline crew that has top security in Canada to be able to operate you know, the way that we were. And, uh, um, yeah, no, the support has been phenomenal, uh, both on a personal and, um, you know, um, a professional level. So, um, yeah, from that standpoint, things are good. Um, I, I will say that, you know, the transition has been a lot more difficult for me than I honestly could have ever imagined. You know, when I was down there, I would talk to the other crew and we would say, you know, all we have to do is get home. Just get home and everything is going to be perfect. And it's just not the case. You know, we, we went through so much from a mental standpoint and, uh, yeah, the adjustment for me has been uh, quite difficult. Oh, incredible. Is there yeah. any accountability, Rob? Is there? Does that enter into your mind at this point, you and the rest of your crew? Because you were all affected. Um, right. Is there any way of getting any accountability? Or do you leave that and say, I'm so damn glad to be home. I want to go racing and I want to forget that part of my life. I wish it was that easy. Um, you know, I lost eight months of my life. You know, I'm not... 20 years old, not that that makes any difference. You know, I'm going to be 55 this week. So I, I really lost a year of my life. Um, I will not let it go. Um, I have a, a very good, very well-known legal team that's involved now. Good. Um, so we are we are working very hard to find out what the what law enforcement agencies knew and what the Canadian government knew. Um, that's really all I can say at this point. But but there are there are definitely some some eye opening uh, situations to come. You need that, Rob. You do. Uh, and, and thank God you're able to do that. And, uh, you, you know, you need closure for it, too. Uh, for sure. And let's face it, uh, uh, you're a, a well-respected pilot. And uh, you, you, what do you do now if someone says, so, hey, Rob, can you fly us down to the Dominican? Yeah, I joke. I joke, and it, it, it's not. It, it's the truth. I I, ref, I will not fly outside of the U.S. outside of North America. It's uh, it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I joke that I'll, I won't fly south of Miami, and and that's really where I'm at at this point. And and you know, really, um, you know, I'm 55, kind of looking at, you know, is this really what I want to do for the next five or ten years of my life? I'm not sure at this point. Um, it's really changed my priorities and my perspective on life. So you know, the next month or so will tell where I'm going to end up. Well, I can tell you, we all wish you absolutely nothing but the best. You've gone through hell, my friend, and so have your your crew. Uh, and yeah. we wish nothing but the best for you. And if there's anything we can do uh, to uh, help support you or give you uh, some time to talk, you, you can always count on us. Uh, I guess now what you need to do is uh, get that helmet back on and... Uh, uh, 
you're probably going to say, okay, no, I'm going to leave that to Ty. But uh, you guys got some races to win this year. How are things coming for the 97? Have you got out and tested it at all? Yeah, we tested a couple of weeks ago at uh, Delaware. It was uh, rain shortened, so we didn't really get a good feel of it. We have a brand new car that, uh, a brand new WMI car that uh, hasn't seen the track. So we went out and tested last week at Sunday. I ran their, week, their great weekly program there and just use it as a test. So things are coming along nicely. Um, we have uh, we have a new primary sponsor that we were able worked hard to get. Hudco Electric Supply came on board, um, and we have another new sponsor in Bremner Construction, and they they, they joined longtime sponsors MRC Wireless and uh, Image Wraps and Merge Four Socks. So so the program is going well. Um, we hope we don't have too many you know teething pains with a new car. Uh, we got to keep in mind as well, Ty hasn't raced for a year. Um, you know, he did a little bit of racing last year, you know, thanks to the, the generosity of the Norrises and the Ontario Pro Challenge Series. Uh, but, you know, we just got to get him back and get some seat time. And But I think we're ready to go uh, this weekend. We have Taylor Holdaway back on as our crew chief, and we're excited about that. So looking forward to you know, the first APC Series race at Sunset this weekend. Pretty amazing what Luke Ramsey and his staff and team have put together and continue to do to advance the series with G-Force and everything that's connected to it. Uh, it's just amazing to see. And you're getting quality teams like you guys coming out and uh, supporting it. It's going to be a good year. I can see it coming. And uh, do you ever get the urge to jump back into a Can-Am midget? Because I know that's where you came from in the racing end of things. No, they scare me. Um, all cars scare me. I, I actually took our, our new Pro Late model up and down the street by our shop in Woodstock there a couple of weeks ago, and there is no way. I lost that edge a long time ago, and some would say maybe I never even had it. So so who knows? <laughs> but my racing days are done. We're going to leave it up to, uh, up to Tyler, and uh, let's hope for good things this season. Well, you do get a rush every time you get behind the uh, stick of one of those aircraft that you go. <laughs> you do. Going down the runway, how fast are you going before you say, okay, rotate, and up it goes? Yeah, it's about 140, 145 knots. So, yeah, it's pretty fast, and generally it'll land about the same 135 to 145 knots. So, yeah, and the airplane the airplane that I currently fly cruises up probably about 550 miles an hour so. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a regional jet. It's a great airplane, and uh, it's a rush every time you fly. Now, you go faster the closer you get to the ground, right? So that's why you guys always stay way up there. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's more fuel efficient up there as well. The higher we go, generally, we burn less fuel. So uh, those jets use a lot of, a lot of kerosene. Oh, man. I'll tell mm. you what. Uh, I just absolutely love flight. I've always yeah, been amazed awesome. by it. And, uh, uh, and thank God for good pilots like you. That uh, guys like me can depend on. Get onto an aircraft and you know, uh, you know, everything humanly possible is going to go right uh, to get you to the other end. Just coming back from B.C. last week, and I'll right. tell you what, uh, different conditions, and they all change. Somebody's got to know what they're doing. Uh, thank right. God there's guys like you that can do that. Much appreciated. I appreciate that very much. Well, it's going to be a good season, Rob. And, thank uh, you. You yeah. uh, put as much of it behind you as you can. Make those guys accountable. Uh, make whoever it is accountable uh, because uh, it, that shouldn't happen. And it shouldn't have happened to you. Uh, it just it shouldn't have. And uh, thank God you're home. You're safe. Thank and you. uh, we, we can fly on. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you having me on tonight to tell the story. Um, you guys do a great job. Uh, everyone in the racing community is thankful for what you do. So 
keep uh, keep doing it. And, and and again, I appreciate it very much. Thanks so much, Rob. You have a good night. We appreciate the time and go get them. Uh, everybody's got to watch in the APC series, the 97. Next time, we're not going to have the car owner on. We're going to have the driver. Uh, you guys are in for some success. I can guarantee that. Good luck and Thank thanks you. so much, Robbie. Thank you so much. You Take bet. care. Bye, guys. You bet. Rob DiVenzo, a uh, great team, great guy, and uh, just terrible things happen to good guys, and I can't figure out why. No, it's absolutely. It's a, a crazy story, and, uh, you know, hats off to uh, uh, to those guys. And, and uh, you know, the, the, as a race team, those guys bring a beautiful-looking race car every single time to the racetrack. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, bad things happen to good people, and, and uh, it's just a, an incredible deal. And, and uh, you know, thankfully everything has worked out the way that it has, and, and uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see him at a racetrack, and that's a good thing to say. 500-pound weight uh, that they didn't even know was there, right? Could you yeah. imagine if that shifted? Uh, it could be the difference between flying and and coming to the ground too fast or not even getting up, like Rob said. Uh, exactly. Dangerous stuff. Dangerous. Uh, and thank God there's guys that know how to do it. I know Trevor Sieber, good pilot too, right? Uh, he's got a twin engine. Um, I like sitting down talking about flying with Trevor. Uh, it, some of the stuff is uh, just hair-raising, I can tell you that. He lives downtown Vancouver. And he'll fly from Penticton or Williams Lake or whatever back to his house. And he flies right in. And it's kind of a cool thing. Mm -hmm. I wish I could fly, uh, but I can't. I'm better at walking, I guess. <laughs> You've never taken a pilot's license. So no. Like, I you thought, should do that I was at, going Billy, to. at Billy Bishop. They, they, they have a, a beginner's class. A Cessna? Yeah. I'm scared of heights. Well, then you don't want to fly. No, I know. I know. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Uh, let me tell you, we still have Jake Sheridan coming up on the show. Uh, he won at Delaware Speedway on Friday night. Also, want to let you know, the Super Stock race winner that night was Sean Chenoweth. Uh, he brought out the number 89 Super Stock. Uh, the photos that I've seen. He didn't have enough time to even get the decals on the car. Well, he didn't even practice. Uh, no practice, no nothing. Goes out, wins the race. So uh, yeah. he did a super job there, brought the super stock home, parked it, and I guess got the late model out, went to Flamborough Speedway on Saturday night, and he won again. He won one of the late model races, and uh, it was... Uh, Fitzpatrick won the other one. Oh, I thought it was uh, Junior Farley. Oh, J.R. Fitzpatrick. I think Farley won the Canon Midget race no no um, i got the, the winner of that we'll talk about that in our number two uh we've got some results i got a video to show you that uh, terry watts gave me uh with the lucas all can i just mm -hmm. uh, sorry not lucas all that's a long time ago quick quick fire starter uh can i just uh we'll talk about that in our number two along with jake and sam fellows we'll talk ctmp and get you all ready to go for victoria fest the speed fest coming up this coming weekend but we got to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on some news and highlights that you may have missed over our number one. And then it only takes 90 seconds and then boom, Junior and I are back with you live for the next hour. And uh, we got a lot to pack in in our number two, all live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks uh, that did turn 10 just last week. Uh, we're going to throw it back to Scotty in Toronto, and then we're going to come back with you for our number two. 
You don't want to miss it. We got a lot of stuff. I got top three from the hot rods at sunset and more. Back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you for another full hour tonight, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. And, of course, Rev TV Canada right across the country as well. PerformanceMotorsportNetwork.com. And if you want to have a look at the show uh, on your phone or whatever, get to YouTube and type in Race Time Radio TV. We've been doing that now for a little while. And please hit that subscribe button. We genuinely appreciate it. And we broke 150 just last week. So it keeps going up a little bit. Uh, and we'd surely love to have you along as well. But let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And uh, the Zoom line. And we'll welcome in, how about a two-time winner? Uh, I didn't realize that he won at Sunset Speedway a week ago. And he went back to Victory Lane at Delaware Speedway on that beautiful half-mile track. The number 52 of Jake Sheridan joins us right now. What's going on there, Jake? How you doing, buddy? Hi guys, man. I'm awesome. How are you guys? Fantastic. Sounds like you guys were busy in the shop and you did it all correct. You got two wins, two tries, two wins. You're batting a thousand. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's pretty special. We've uh, we've been doing a lot of hard work lately, like uh, do as much as we can here ourselves. And obviously, a lot of help from the great boys in the calls racing. So, uh, kind of come a long ways here in this last this off season. But uh, pretty special that we go to two different race weekends and have two different wins on two different cars and two different tracks. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome, pretty pretty wild, but uh, you know, it's you can't you can't start getting too excited. These things are pretty hard to get, and pretty hard to win, and you got to take them while you can get them. We got a lot of work left to do here, so a lot of season left, and we haven't even got to the regular APC season yet. So it doesn't really mean anything too special right now, but uh, super super fun, super special racing with some pretty talented individuals. So it's pretty awesome. Now, what car went to victory lane on Friday night at Delaware? Was that the APC car, or was that the Friday night car? Friday night, that was our uh, we call it the fifty two B. That was our that was kind of our, our secondary car and our, our weekly Delaware car. Friday night car was uh, we we brought her back out. We just did a couple of little updates there there on that thing and tried her out. And it was it, actually we never really tested it or nothing. Just kind of hit the racetrack and it, it worked out pretty good. So uh, we showed up kind of a little bit off the pace, but uh, I'll tell you what, we got I got a really really good group of guys with me. I'm my little brother Nikki's 
pretty pretty special, pretty smart, it's pretty cool. He was he was out testing on Schwiegen, but he was on the phone with us, and I was kind of telling him what's going on, and he was helping me out. I can I can use I can do the work, but usually I need a little bit of help to steer me in the right direction on his end. So uh, he was awesome. My dad was there with me, and uh, so unfortunately Nick was a little short staff, but Dad came down with us and helped us out, and uh, he was. He was a huge help for me. He still spotted, still helped me wrench on everything, and uh, we, you know, obviously worked out pretty good. Jake, uh, you know, looking at the first two nights of racing, um, I know you said that uh, you know it, we're not to the meat and potatoes portion of the year with the with the actual APC series, but man, there's been some good racing between Sunset and and Delaware Speedway with some really big iron, some really good equipment on the racetrack so far. Uh, you know, for the preseason portion, I know that both paid regular season points if you will for both the tracks regular saturday night points but but man there's been some iron on the racetrack both weekends with great car count with you know strong competitors and and a healthy mix between the two tracks um you know you've probably raced against 35 different guys already this year um between the two tracks uh, which is pretty damn cool for the late model series uh, to be that way this early in the year yeah, it's uh it's unbelievable. Uh asphalt late mall racing is well well and alive here in Ontario right now. There's no doubt about that. It's uh you know, we raced against all the heavy hitters already. I know I said that there, but you know, the top the top ten cars in both on uh, both races are absolutely threats to win in uh in both in both weekends. So pretty cool to kinda it was a really, really good test for us, the sunset racing. You know, you're still racing against your Steckleys and Stotties and Benedicts and Gord Shepherd and everybody that runs there all the time and uh, it's pretty, it, it's a, that's a pretty good test to be in. So it's a, it's a real good, uh, real good spot for us to be in there. We did, we did a really, really good job and just, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty proud, pretty honored to be in the spot we are, you know, sunset, we kind of, we started up front, we qualified really, really good and, uh, started up front and we held, we held them off, but we didn't have to, you know, it wasn't anything too crazy. Delaware, they, they obviously they gave us a bit of a handicap system there. And, um, we were, we were, we were fast. We had a little bit of a rough go in the heat race, but, uh, to come from where we did there and, and get the win, you know, racing against people like Jesse Kennedy is, is, is pretty special. You know, he's, it, it don't really matter what you're racing. Jesse Kennedy knows how to get around Delaware Speedway and he's, he's got a lot of experience. So that's pretty, that's pretty special to do that. And that's that kind of stuff, you know, it's uh racing's racing, but that kind of stuff to do that with my family and my dad and stuff with me is pretty, pretty fun, pretty cool to look back on. So uh, absolutely got some of the best guys out there already and, and just uh, blessed to be where we're at right now. We're with the 52. Jake Sheridan went to Victory Lane Friday night for the season opener at Delaware Speedway, Canada's fastest half mile. Uh, just amazing to watch this guy go up against the rest of the competition at Delaware Speedway. Uh, you want to make it to the track if you can't. Uh, there is going to be some coverage coming up throughout the course of the season. Uh, Jake, you guys go green now for APC coming up this weekend. You head to Sunset Speedway. Place you got to win. Now, albeit a different car, right? You're going to bring your APC car to the APC show. Uh, what are you expecting out of that machine? Uh, track position is going to mean everything. Qualifying will be there. Uh, what's the thoughts heading into Sunset? Yeah, absolutely. Sunset's a tough track for me, and it's probably the one I'm uh... – I'm I'm excited to run every race. I'm, I'm just I'm just happy to be at the racetrack, but definitely the one that I'm, I'm the most concerned about going into. Definitely we're somewhere where we've struggled the most in the past, or we've ran we've been really 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 fast there. We've I me and, and the race cars seem to have a tough time 
being there being there at the end of that place whether it's we had a couple times we were running in the top three and top five with, with five laps to go we've had a brake problem we had blew a tire one year and we just had we've had a tough time kind of tying it all together there the good news is the car that we won with at sunset earlier this year was the apc car that was its debut so we kind of we've had both cars out already and it's good it's good we got a little bit of tweaking to do we started building pretty loose there um in the in the double features we were at before so we um i'm i'm, I'm happy about it i'm excited i really really enjoy the longer races i enjoy the longer race point of view and and we got a little extra length to this one so um i'm pumped i'm excited about being there. i'm really happy we got that that test session in to learn as much as we could and uh the big thing you know like i said we've already raced against all these guys pretty much the last couple of weeks but it's 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 a big pressure man it's, it's a lot of pressure to go there for the apc show whether oh, yeah. however you cool you want to play it off i think i think we do a really good job i do at least with my facial reaction of not making it look like i'm worried about it but <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a big deal man you got you got 10 races and everyone there if, if you don't have a good race you're, you're hurting someone's gonna have a really good season and if you if you don't keep it clean for all 10 you're 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 in rough shape to be looking for a good spot in the championship so uh, i just put a lot of pressure on myself in those races i really really want to win at that level and, and i'm super super honored to be there and race against the guys we do and they capitalize on every mistake you make so uh the series is, is as big as it's ever been and uh it's just it's i'm i'm, I'm really excited to see how it turns out I know you think you do a good job of covering up those facial expressions, yeah. but I've seen every <laughs> single one of them, and uh, I can see right through them, Mr. Sheridan. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's just the, a skill you have. Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's skilled. He's a skilled, He's skilled individual. He's a skilled individual. That's right. Hey, Jake, uh, I can't wait for, uh, like you said, you brought it up, uh, the longer distance races. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to bring such a cool dynamic into the APC series. Um, guys like you, guys like J.R. Fitzpatrick and, and, you know, Josh Stoddy and, uh, you know, all of the different guys that, that are, are accustomed to the, the shorter races, uh, I think is going to play into such a neat outcome. Uh, when you start adding 50, 100 laps, you know, uh, we're going to see a 200 lapper at Delaware Speedway at the end of the year. Um, these longer races, I think, are, are going to be such a refreshing uh, twist. Not that you needed to refresh the APC series. It didn't need to change the racing. The racing was good start to finish with, with every 100 lapper that they've, that they've had. But I think that it's going to bring such a unique uh, change uh, to not only the, the, the 150s, but also the remaining 100s that, that they run. Um, when you run a 150, there's a lot of chance to make, you know, some some people upset. There's a lot of opportunity to uh, create, uh, uh, you know, those controversies that all the race fans love. There's also there's lots of opportunity um, to learn stuff as well. You know, if you get your car good on a 150 lapper, you should be pretty good on a 100. So um, I think that, that it's going to change the entire face of the APC series. Do you agree with that? Um, I, I, I agree with the fact I am, I'm beyond excited about it. I'm, I'm beyond, like I said, I think it's kind of one of those things, you know, this series has been growing as big as it has. It's kind of one of those things that seems to kind of come customary with a big series like this. Like, uh, you start putting these longer races and the thing is like, you know, I, I think where this kind of started from all these longer races is, you know, making your equipment last and doing this. Well, we're, 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 we're to a point in the racing 
you know, world all across all divisions where the, the equipment's good, man. The equipment's good. The equipment's going to last 200 laps. The equipment's going to last 100, 200 miles. It don't, it, it, we're, we're, you're going to make it if you're on top of your game. You got to, it's a mental game now. It's a mental game for 200 laps in Delaware. It's a tire game for 150 at sunset. It's a tire game for 50 laps at sunset. That place is, is, is unbelievable on right rear tires. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think the APC series, is just is is so amazing, and what what they've done, where where they're at right now, I think is 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 so impressive. Uh, there's a reason why there's as many cars as there are there, and there's a reason why they got as many sponsors as they do. There's a reason why uh, we're running these big races and tracks are paying extra to have these big races there. So uh, I'm super pumped about the news they've got going on with the with the broadcasting and with you guys and all the other kind of stuff going on is is super exciting. So um, I love it. I love the tuner lapper of Delaware. I, you know, I, I think a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but I feel like this is kind of right up our wheelhouse. I think the series is doing a great job with the tire program. I'm really, really happy to see that the 150 lappers are uh, four tire races. Uh, I think that's a really good thing for the series and for the talent of the people that are out there and cost. But um, I think I think it's I think it's awesome. I'm super excited to see where it goes. I, I don't see it. I, I see only good things coming up. Okay, I got to ask you, last year you popped up into the Pindy Series. All of a sudden we got Jake Sheridan popping up. Are you going to do it again this year? I know you're going to concentrate on APC. You'd probably love to be a champion, and it's going to take a lot of concentration and a lot of things to go right in order to do that. Are you going to do some Pindy stuff as well this year? Is that putting the cart ahead of the horse? I think so. I'm just... I'm just a racer, man. I just love being. A, I'll, I'll race a go kart in the field on Tuesday nights if, 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 if that's a series. I want to race everything I possibly can. Uh, I just love being. I love being in that in that atmosphere. Um, I, I don't. I, unfortunately, we're doing everything we can. We're, we're being as professional as we can and getting as far ahead as with our team as we can. Our budget's not quite there, but our our, our support's not quite there. But that worked out really good for me last year. Um, really, just kind of got a little bit fortunate. I was supposed to run a race midway through the season and I ended up getting all licensed and ready to rock and uh, kind, of, kind of fell through, didn't work out. So I kind of put it behind me and thought, oh, we tried, we did what we could. I paid my couple hundred dollar membership and got my light and got my medical. I did, I'm not really out a whole lot. I did what I could. Sure enough, just there at the right place, at the right time, ready to go at Oshwigan when they, when they needed somebody. That's, that's kind of the opportunity that everybody hopes for and prays for. And that, that doesn't happen too often. That's really, really cool. And I'm very fortunate for that. And it went good. Um, it's not all that often you get that, you know, the cards kind of fall in place like that. And everybody did a really good job. You know, they, that team, the whole Leland team there, Dilly and Dilly's team, they, they've had great help. They got a great crew chief and uh, great support. And that was just a really, really cool and top-notch team to walk into right off the bat like that. Set us up for great success. And um, to pull off a podium on, on the dirt, I'm not, you know, show up in the dirt in a Pinty's car. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. So uh, it was a great testament. The Delaware deal showed up kind of last minute. Um the EHR boys helped me out a lot there, and that was, that was another top-notch professional team to be involved with. That's uh, something that a guy like me can can only dream about. So um, it's cool it worked out. This year we don't have anything planned, nothing like that. I've got my medical, I've got my license, and all that kind of stuff topped up and renewed, and all I can do is, is ride the wave here right now. I'm doing everything I can, and I can promise you that uh, I'm up day and night working on my own stuff and trying to find opportunities to run some of that stuff. So um, definitely – prioritizing our late model, our own team's late model program. This SSR team's grown huge uh, compared to what it started out as. So we got a couple of cars now, two late models, and uh, two, two sprint cars are rolling out of the shop here. And uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. I, I'm doing as much as I can to be involved in the community and help some people out and trying to have our own little business going on there. And Nikki's obviously 
uh, sharing racing and performance. Obviously, doing really good with the shocks and setup stuff, and he's he's been pretty busy with that. So uh, cool to grow as we are, and all all we can do is grow at the rate of speed we can. So everyone's journey is a little different, and we're doing everything we can. Well, uh, you guys are knocking it out of the park too. Good success right out of the gate this year. Watch for Jake Sheridan. You got to watch for Nick on dirt too, and that fires off at us. We can just uh, come Friday night, but uh, this has been great catching up with you, kiddo. Good job on the wins, and uh, we look forward to seeing how you make out in APC race number one on Sunset Speedway coming up on the weekend. And uh, I know we look forward to grabbing you as much as possible and getting you on here. Uh, you got to be in the right place at the right time. You also got to have the talent. And, Jake, you got it. You got all of the above. So uh, good luck. Uh, good luck this weekend. And do us a favor and say hi to the old boy. And uh, go get him this weekend, okay? Yeah, we will do. Thanks a lot there, Joe Squared. And I'm just uh, happy to have it work out. You know, it's cool to be on the show. And, unfortunately, you got a win to be on the show. But we've done good so far. So <laughs> hopefully we can have a few more wins. We'll see you a couple more Sunday nights. That sounds awesome. We'll keep your seat all saved up. That is Jake Sheridan. Watch him in the 52 car. Uh, awesome to see. Awesome to race against, Junior. You, you guys, uh, you spot against him. What's that like? Yeah, he's... he's uh... There's a lot of drivers that are out there that you love, you know, to to spot, you know, against, right? If you're if you're with somebody, if you're if you're spotting for somebody, um, there's there's racers that are predictable, right? Um, that are are clean, or they're predictable and they're dirty. There's racers that are unpredictable that are clean, and there's racers that are unpredictable that are dirty. Mm. He is unpredictable and clean. Oh yeah, and and. Unpredictable and clean is really tough to spot against. Yeah. You know, it's uh, but but it, he more can run interesting. anywhere on the track, right? He can exactly. go low. He can go high. That's what I think you mean by unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and unpredictable where he's going to be able to uh, set the run up. You know, uh, he's he's able to if his car's got good drive off, he's gonna he's gonna put it underneath going down the back stretch or, or coming off a of turn two mm-hmm. um, or coming off a of turn four. Like if, if his car's got drive off, that's where he's going to do it. If he's got good entry, he's going to dive bomb it in there. And make and, no mistake, he is going to set you up. But he's going to. And that's, that's uh, uh, you know, something that's really interesting about Jake Sheridan is that he's, he's, he's unpredictable and, and yet He'll get by you without touching the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, drivers, um, he's just, he's an incredible wheelman. He yeah. is. Well, he, if he's uh, got a fifth place car tonight, guess where Jake's going to finish? Fifth. Third. Third. That's kind of the cool gonna, part. No, no, but I've seen him where, where he doesn't overdrive the car. And you can tell when the car is on. Yep. Oh, man. You can tell. He's gone. He's gone. And he is relentless. He doesn't left, save. Uh, no, today's race is today. I'm going to get all I can. Boom, yep. gets the flag, and away it goes. Awesome to see. You don't want to miss that first APC race. Oh, if it's going to be wild. And if you cannot make it to the Speedway, uh, you can count on G-Force. They're going to be there. And some great stuff, of course, going to be on Rev TV. If you happen to miss the live part of it, you'll be able to watch on Rev TV as well. They've got some live races. I'll tell you what, it's a good time to be a race fan up here in Canada. We've got a lot of good things happening, and uh, we look forward to the whole deal. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear from the Hot Rods, uh, the Bill Zardo Memorial Race that took place at Sunset Speedway just yesterday. We're going to hear from the winner, and you're going to know the name. Trust me.
We will be back all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Stay right there, Lloyd Rawlings. I'm Robert Canoe, President and Chief Executive Officer of Targa Newfoundland, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone. I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just Just a tap tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. What is SiriusXM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Legato will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow andy ganesh and port hawksbury nova scotia you can count on napa know-how ap race fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. In Ontario, the Victoria Day long weekend in May has always held a tradition for auto racing. Since 1961, this is the place where fans have cheered on their heroes and watched as they captured the checkered flag. The tradition continues in 2023 with the Castrol Victoria Day Speed Fest at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200. Cheer on Canada's top drivers and be part of the tradition. Visit CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Woo! Shake and bake! Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Happily 10 years of age and growing. Uh, Race Time Radio's been here on the channel for every single week of it as well, right? We've been 
on Sirius XM 167 since the beginning of that channel. Um, and, uh, of course, Rev TV Canada. Uh, we've been firing off here since uh, February the 13th, I believe, was our first date. And uh, we much appreciate being on Rev TV Canada right across the country. Speaking of appreciation, I want to say thanks to, of course, Leaf Racewear. We've got our new uniform shirts in for all the broadcasters, and I got mine on tonight. Uh, thanks, Colin and team. Uh, you guys do a fantastic job, and uh, everybody liked it at Sunset Speedway yesterday. Yeah, it looks when I was great. Out there buzzing around. Uh, also, back from BC, of course, the Western Rattler 300 was what we had scheduled. We've been talking about it for months. And lo and behold, get out to BC, and the race was canceled. It will be made up, I believe. They're looking at some date in August. I can't confirm that, but when we find out when the Western Rattler 300 will be, I will definitely have all that information. Uh, as soon as we know, we'll have it directly to you. Uh, it was unfortunate. The weather was atrocious on Friday. Uh, Saturday wasn't much better. Uh, Sunday turned out to be a beautiful day. Um, but that's uh, the way the cookie crumbles, so to speak. And uh, hopefully the Western Rattler 300 can be made up uh, throughout the course of this year. They had the monster trucks in this past weekend. It looked like a big old time at Penticton Speedway. Ingo and everybody there would have been uh, jumping around. Sunny and 30 degrees, uh, which to our U.S. listeners, 30 degrees is really good up here in Canada. It's like <laughs> 80. Um, uh, but you know what? Just missed it. It was 30 degrees the day Jerry and I landed. Uh, and then Friday came and poof, uh, the temperature dropped out. The rains came down. And sure enough, the next weekend, sunny and 30. Nothing so, you can do. Nothing you can do. It's weather. And that's what we deal with. But uh, Sunset Speedway, we were there yesterday. And uh, for the first time, bombing around, uh, uh, get clips all the time from drivers and have for years. But now, with Rev TV and uh, Race Time Radio TV on YouTube, uh, we've got to get used to using a video camera to do the clips. And uh, that's what I did yesterday. And I caught up with uh, the winner of the uh, Bill Zardo Memorial Race. It was uh, at sunset, paid big money. Uh, Brian Tottish uh, went to the hip, man, and he paid out. It's a brand-new class at Sunset Speedway, of course, the Oscar Hot Rods are, uh, that, that's, that's the, the brainchild of Dave Gainforth, and uh, he put it in motion a few years ago, and man, has he grown a division now. Uh, just, just tremendous. And uh, hopefully, the guys at Sunset that have built cars are going to participate in the Oscar as well, and uh, the thing will continue to grow. But uh, it's quite a race yesterday at Sunset. It was the 47 car that went to Victory Lane, of course, owned by Tom Walters. Wasn't Tom behind the wheel, though. Uh, nevertheless, I caught up with him in, uh, in Tech Lane. Here's uh, Tom and I. The 47 stuff of Tom Walters, a fixture at Sunset Speedway for a long, long time. What's going on there, TW? Oh, today we were a car owner. Uh, we put the best driver we could in it, and uh, he pulled it off for me. Awesome stuff. Dwayne Baker behind the wheel. You guys team up. Man, this is uh, going to be something else this hot ride class here. Uh, yeah, I'm more than happy with the way everything went today. I'll tell you, it's it's a good day. 
Tommy, when are you going to get back behind the wheel? You're obviously going to race this year, right? Uh, next Saturday we'll be back here at sunset uh, for the regular points funds starting. Good deal. Today it was all about Billy Z. Um, you raced with Billy a long time, and including last year, you guys yeah. trading wins and having fun. Thoughts today on Billy? Yeah, it, it was. I got pretty emotional up there when Sharon and all those artos were up there. Uh, I've known Billy for a long time, raced him for a lot. And, yeah, it was a pretty sad day today. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, and but I was sad at the same time. You know, and I know, he's right here with us, right, buddy? And Kenny, remember Kenny around, uh, uh, just so many gone, but we'll all be together again one day. Oh, absolutely. I Like I tell everybody, I'm in the last quarter. <laughs> no, you're not, Tom. You still look the same. Uh, it's going to be a busy season for you. You're going to be in and out of the car. Uh, yeah, we're here about nine times, and then the rest of the time I'm going to help Dwayne on his pro-late program in the Super Stocks. Well, nice catching up with you. Congratulations on the win as a car owner. How many times has that happened? Uh, this is the first. I um, probably won't be the last. <laughs> uh, and championships, you're going to go after one, yes, I guess? Yes, we are. Yeah, we are here at, at Sunset. We're definitely going after one. Okay, one and more. and how many total are you at right now there in the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame, I might add? Uh, we're at 30, and hopefully we can get the 31. Woo, 31. Oh, 47. You still got time. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to get there. <laughs> That's Tom Walters. Uh, great, great to catch up with him. I better uh, stop that from flying again. But uh, that, uh, good to see Tom. You spotted for a car in that race, right? I did, yeah. Donnie Beattie uh, in the 40 car with uh, Josh Grunts and those guys. Uh, uh, we had a tough go. It was uh, uh, very, very loose. Uh, we think that... Uh, you know, there was something binding or, or something. We came down pit road, made a few adjustments, uh, uh, but nothing reacted. But uh, uh, definitely a tough go for Donnie. Uh, but thanks to uh, our buddy, Andy Ford, uh, he normally spots for Donnie. And, uh, you know, Andy and I uh, worked together at the Rock, the Rockingham and the Kimmel race. And, and he, he said, hey, I can't make it. But uh, uh, I, I suggested Donnie to get you. And I said, yeah. deal. I said, let's go, uh, let's go have some fun. So, um, you know, it was really cool to be a part of it. Uh, Bill Zardo, you know, uh, such uh, – uh, you, you don't even know what to call him. Such Iconic. a legend. Such yeah. a legend in the sport. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it was really cool and, and special to be a part of the pre-race ceremonies gave everybody chills there. And, and, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. The, uh, uh, the, did, did you see the big banner, the big, uh, I didn't, you know? I was in the pits the whole time. So it was, uh, given away, uh, as a, uh, um, you know, to, uh, on, on a draw and, uh, uh Corey McAllister won it and he oh, ended cool. up donating it back to, uh, Lane and the boys for the race shop and uh, uh such a neat deal uh just a, a awesome 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 event good job brian and and good job uh, uh to everybody at sunset for making it special for well, everybody let's hear from Dwayne baker that was behind the wheel of the 47 uh caught up with him as well here he is okay now we catch up with the winner of the bill zardo memorial here at sunset speedway in that brand new hot rod class Crafty veteran behind the wheel of that 47 for Tom Walters. How about it? We got Dwayne Baker. Dwayne, you did it here today at Sunset. How did that feel? Yeah, it felt really good. Uh, Tommy puts a good car together, so I don't got to worry about that. Just drive the wheels off it. So I really wanted to win this one for Billy. So 
when they decide to have the race, I called Tommy to see if I could run it again. And uh, so we set it up, and it worked out good. Yeah, I'd say uh, you could feel Bill here today, couldn't you? He's always been here. Uh, you know, Flamborough Speedway, Sunset Speedway, he's been a fixture forever. And I know I could feel him when I walked through the gate. Yeah, I was last weekend was a little tough because he always called me up on Wednesday and say, uh, when are you going to be at the go camping? When are you going to be there? And we always sit here and we'll drink a half a bottle or so and every pretty much every weekend we camp together so it was uh kind of miss him oh i can well imagine uh, uh and we're gonna miss him for a long time but uh i can tell you this Dwayne, he'd be smiling right now uh looking down uh seeing you win that race take us uh, back around sunset what did it feel like out there today it was good the track was good and uh car handled really good we're getting a little tight at the end so i got change up my line a little bit just to stop johnny from getting a run on the inside but i was happy that was good yeah nice class uh beautiful car what's the plan for you this summer uh we got quite a bit on the go we're gonna run here every every uh points night for the pro and uh juniors built me a brand new car for riverside we're gonna test it probably next week and we're gonna go out june the 10th for the 150 and get it dialed in for the 250 and junior's coming ah good stuff you managed to get junior to come to the iw he's coming to the 250 for sure that's awesome and a past winner a two-time winner actually of the 250 back in the day that'd be kind of nice to see both of you i know you were there last year a tough run for you but uh at least you got to know the track yeah we just wanted to use it uh, for practice and it wasn't my car it was somebody else's car we were running we, we were kind of behind the eight ball a little bit but we made changes and we were good the last practice i think we we're 12th or 13th so you know i pretty much know what we need in the car now so well it's going to be awesome uh, great seeing you here congratulations on the win it's special not only uh for all those fans in the grandstand but uh, absolutely from all of us Good job out there, kid. Thanks, Joe. Uh, okay, now we catch wait. up with the winner. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, we, we already heard from the winner, but uh, I'll get my hands uh, figured out on this <laughs> one. But, Joe, uh, good to hear that Dwayne Baker's going to be back to the IWK 250. And... Uh, Junior Hanley's coming. That's what he told us. So that's huge news. Yeah, Junior Hanley... Uh, of course, East Coast uh, extraordinaire. Um, spent a lot of time out there and and uh, lived out there. Um, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a very popular guy walking through the back gate. Uh, there'll be lots of people uh, wanting to meet him, wanting to shake his hand, and and uh, it, it'll be it'll be definitely pretty cool. But you can't say enough about Dwayne Baker and Sunset Speedway. Dwayne mm-hmm. Baker um, and not just Sunset Speedway. Dwayne Baker in racing. Mm-hmm. The yeah. guy is such a supporter of the sport. Um, if there's a big event, Dwayne Baker is going to be there supporting it with a helmet or without a helmet. Right. You know, he's going to be there. If he's not racing it, he's going to be there as a fan. Um, you know, you can't say enough about the Baker family and, and all that they do. Um, you know, you think back, he's got a, he's got a wicked, uh, the super stock. He's got an awesome pro late model program. Oh, he's yeah. had a pro late model program for forever. 
uh, forever in a day, I guess you could say. Um, and, uh, you know, he jumps into do random events like this and, um, you know, running, uh, uh, just big shows, you know, you think, you think of a big invitational this year yeah. and Dwayne Baker is probably going to be a part of it. Yeah, so probably. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Let's hear from the second place, uh, uh guy in the Bill Sartham Memorial. It was Johnny Gaunt. I haven't seen Johnny in a while. Here he is. Look at this. We got Johnny gone. Johnny, second spot for you today. How are you doing? Doing good. Car was good. Uh, Baker ran good. Uh, just didn't have enough for him. Ah, that's what happens. But it's uh, been a little while since you've been behind the wheel, or have you been at it and I've missed it? I raced last year a couple of times. Uh, I was out twice, haven't raced in 10 years. I love this class. I love the, the, uh, the looks of these cars. Everything's old and steel. I have a lot of fun out in this class, and I really enjoy it. Well, I can see that you do. Oh, what is this car? It looks brand new. It's a 66 Chevy 2 body. It's a car that I always wanted. I used to come here as a kid, watch Tom Milligan race a Chevy 2. I always wanted one, so we built one. My brother and I. Actually, my brother built this car. Uh, Got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, the GBR. Uh, car got caught down south before COVID. So they worked on it as a project, and then we brought it back here last year and started racing. Pretty wild. Today was the Bill Zardo Memorial Race, uh, 46 laps. Uh, thoughts about Billy? I know you knew him. Billy, a uh, super guy. Uh, you can't say anything bad about Bill Zardo. Super person, helped everybody, helped a lot of people, helped myself, uh, helped us all get going racing. I remember him dragging me over to Biederman's shop, helping me uh, uh, learn how to set up a car. Um, they're a very good family. Um, I really miss the guy. I thought he was cool last year. He was racing. Uh, I got to race against him. Um, but we'll never forget that man. You want to believe it. Johnny Gunn, congratulations on a decent day to kick the season off. That's Thank the way to do it. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah good to see Johnny out there. And, uh, of course, uh, Marty Gunn is uh, John's brother. Uh, just just a tremendous racing family. Oh, and yeah. uh, they, they keep it going. Flamborough Speedway. Uh, Jerry Paxton was at Flamborough. He got us uh, some footage. You'll probably be seeing the Can-Am Midgets. They debuted. It's the uh, Quick Quick Firestarter Can-Am Midgets this year. And, uh, it, yeah, dynamite job by those guys. Uh, the late models were there. J.R. Fitzpatrick wins. Uh, Sean Chenoweth wins. Uh, those guys did a fantastic job. Great weekend for Sean Chenoweth in that London Recreational Machine. Uh, nice to see there uh, with the Can-Am Midgets. And I got to uh, uh, congratulate Jeff Blackburn. He was the guy that won the race. Uh, Daniel Hahn was second. And uh, Dave Miller comes in third in the Can-Am Midgets. But there was one, and Terry Watts uh, said, have a look at this, Joe. And he fired it off my way. Um, it Quite an accident for... Uh, the number 53, I do believe. Uh, set the clip up and then we'll be able to watch it here. Uh, it's uh, definitely a hard impact for the driver. Uh, Terry said, Joe, do me a favor and let Glenn Stars know thanks so much for the use of the ATV. Uh, they they used it. That's how fast, uh, that, that's how Terry got out uh, to check on the driver. But have a look at this clip. Uh, it'll, uh, well, even the sound of it will make your skin crawl.
Jimmy. <laughs> That's uh, Terry Watt uh, in there, uh, the director, checking on the driver. Y'all right? Have a look. Uh, you can hear the car still screaming wide open, but uh, driver was okay. And uh, that's what we definitely want to uh, hear and say. Uh, all good news. We're going to hit this final quick break. When we come back, Sam Fellows is going to join us. And we're going to talk CTMP, get you all set and ready to go for the Victoria Day long weekend. It's always a hoot at CTMP. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Ron Sheridan. You're listening to Race Time Radio. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. In Ontario, the Victoria Day long weekend in May has always held a tradition for auto racing. Since 1961, this is the place where fans have cheered on their heroes and watched as they captured the checkered flag. The tradition continues in 2023 with the Castrol Victoria Day Speed Fest at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200. Cheer on Canada's top drivers and be part of the tradition. Visit CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Dive Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa know-how. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. we got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio, channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Andorra, and wherever you get your podcasts. Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And 
And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And hello to everybody tuned in on Rev TV Canada. Let's get back to the Zoom line, shall we, and welcome in our next guest. I'm so excited for CTMP coming up. Victoria Fest is always the hit. Uh, and a great way to kick off the summer of road racing at CTMP. Let's welcome in Sammy Fellows. What's going on tonight, Sam? How you doing? Hey, guys. Not much. I just got back from the track, actually, working a, an event there. So, uh, uh, yeah, good day, beautiful day at the track today. Ah, you got your Corvette shirt on, not a boy. Yeah. Yeah, supporting <laughs> the brand. Good deal. Uh, so how was uh, how, how was your day? Did you have a lot of fun out there? I can well imagine. Yeah, yeah. Today was uh, the second race of our um, one, our first weekend for the Motomaster Ron Fellows Karting Championship. So it's something we've been uh, we've been doing for the last few years is um, a national level karting series um, that just kind of you know it helps feed kids who want to go into the international level of karting and um, you know it's it's um, a GDS ASN FIA series so it's important for to have that kind of national level um for the kids and the drivers and the uh young people and uh, it's yeah it's great it's was a it was a good day it's always a good day when you know not i don't think maybe there was one red flag but other than that no no issues so good that's (laughs) the way you want to have it unfold you don't want uh you don't want anybody getting hurt you want lots of action and how long is that go-kart track at CTMP? I've seen it. I've never got to be honest here, Sam. I haven't gone over and really taken a good look at it, but that looks like a lengthy kart track. Yeah, it's about one and a half kilometers. Um, so it's for a go-kart track, it's pretty long. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, our races are pretty long. I think there are almost 18, 20 lap uh, final feature races there. So it's... Um, you know, and, and all the series, you know, from two-stroke, four-stroke, they have kind of their different little things that make the racing interesting. But uh, four-stroke especially, you know, it's like kind of like racing at Talladega. It's like bumper to bumper the whole time. And uh, you get out of line, you drop back four spots. So it's always fun fun watching. So um, And those events are they're open to the spectators. So if, if anyone ever wants to come up for one of those uh, Moto Master Round Fellows races, they're welcome to join us. Yeah, lift and lose, right? You don't want to lift? <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to lose. But is that how yeah. you got your fire off uh, a start, so to speak, in racing? Did you get out on that kart track? And uh, it w- wouldn't hurt to have a dad named Ron Fellows uh, to sort of edge you on there a bit. But is that where you got your start? You know what? Um, I was around the time that my dad was involved with this. What was back then it was the Sunoco series, the Sunoco Ron Fellows series. And I mean, the list is kind of en- almost endless when it comes to the drivers that came out of that series. Um, Wickens, Morad, Marcelli. I think Hinchcliffe was in it a little bit, but then he had already kind of moved on, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so tons of drivers came out of that series. Um, I was there, you know, watching. I remember I have fond memories of those days dabbling a little bit in carts at the time i remember i i uh drove a little bit um some arrive and drive a couple places but uh no this was well before we were involved with the track so i remember i got on yeah. the old the old most poor go-kart track like once in a two-stroke but it scared the living daylights out of me as a little kid so i was like i think i'll stick to the uh four stroke for now dad but no i i didn't do a whole lot of karting my dad's career obviously went pretty late into his life so we were able to uh 
um, I was able to watch and learn more and be at the track and hang out with dad and the engineers and the crew chiefs. And I learned, learned that way. So my, my own personal driving came a little bit later, but I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Yeah, I guess not. No, uh, pretty spectacular. Uh, Sunset Speedway got the NASCAR Pinty Series all fired up over the weekend. I got to admit, Sam, I missed you. Uh, I didn't see you out there. Uh, but uh, I, just so you know, I, I did miss you at Sunset. Thank you. That's, that's very nice of you. Yeah, no, it's, it's too bad we couldn't be there. But, um, yeah, it, um, it was a good race. I watched it. Um, I, was, I was watching it on my – I was sitting in the passenger seat. My dad drove home last night, so I was watching the race on our way back from the, the car track. And, uh, yeah, congrats to Trayton. Awesome, awesome pass on the last lap. You know, super exciting. Once again, crazy exciting finish at Sunset. And, um, you know, for, for the for, for, uh, folks who are used to the Pinty's racing, it's, it's nothing new. It's always exciting like that. So, uh, yeah, no, it's great stuff. I thought it was a great race. Well, it's going to get exciting. Uh, if it can get more exciting, it's about to coming this weekend at CTMP. Uh, the NASCAR Pinty series always does a spectacular job on that road course facility. And, uh, you guys do a great job with it, uh, I expect more of the same this year. Not a repeat of last year's tornado, but let's repeat uh, some of the races. Uh, definitely the NASCAR Pinty Series is going to be at CTMP on the weekend. And uh, sounds like they're going to have a whole pile of cars. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the final entry list, but I think we're pretty well used to uh, seeing, you know, at least somewhere between, uh, you know, 24, 25 up, upwards closer to the 30 mark i think last year we were around 27 28 cars for that so um yeah the field in pinty is super healthy um really good to see like you said it's always always a good race always a close race comes down to the end so it's a weekend where we've typically had to deal with rain and, and weather and last year in the in the extreme yeah but um you know so far you know fingers crossed knock on wood it's looking like a a banner banner year weather-wise for Victoria Day, um, so yeah, we're really excited for that. Like you said, it's always the kickoff to our to our summer, and you know we we're still kind of getting back, I think, in the in the swing of things from from the the COVID years. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know we're 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 pretty proud of of the events that we've been able to put on 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 specifically Victoria Day and Labor Day with the with the pure Canadian talent, and you know we're we're working hard behind the scenes to to bring back some of the you know, in the past, you'd see, you know, Trans Am or World Challenge on uh, Victoria Day. And mm-hmm. you know, we're working hard to, those are definitely on the table. It's looking, getting on, getting those. But I think for a fan in, in Canada, I mean, this is, this is as good as it gets for our, for our homegrown road racing talent. So, um, you know, Pinty's uh, FEL sports car, some Radical Cup, and then the uh, Super Production Challenge, which is a, a pretty uh, interesting, uh, I think there are three classes, so multi-class series and, they're bringing something like 50 cars for their race. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Always awesome. is always, always something on the racetrack all weekend long. And I'll tell you, uh, I really got the experience when I went down, uh, for the Silverado 250 weekends, uh, with, with the, with the trucks when they would come in, uh, and experience a full weekend. You know, Ked, uh, Ked is a guy that I met at, uh, Barry Speedway years ago. He announced there. And uh, caught up with Ked when the trucks started coming back into CTMP. Uh, ran into him. And uh, I, I tell you what, he has been camping at that facility on that weekend every year since, uh, like, a long time. 
Uh, yeah. He's been doing that. And he said, Joe, there's nothing like it. We set up, uh, I believe they roll in either Wednesday or Thursday in preparation for the weekend. They set up their site, and he said it's on. Uh, you can go around anywhere in the facility and, you know, get a different vantage point to look at uh, the race that's on the track. And he said with different divisions, you want to be in different places. He said it's just bar none the most awesome weekends uh, that he experiences as a race fan. It all happens at CTMP. How is the camping situation looking? Are you just filling up? Is there still room if somebody says, hey, I've never done it and I want to go do it? Oh, there's always room. There's a, that's the great thing about being on an 800 plus acre facility <laughs> out in the beautiful uh, you know Durham region. Is there's always room to to put a, a camper or a tent or at the last moment, no problem. The um, we we what we've done in the, in the past for the past little while is is some of the reserve um, just for the folks who work up until Friday. Obviously, want to get their their spot. So. We we I think are sold out on our reserve spots and, and those are obviously gonna be some of your your best your best spots if you're to show up and try to put your, your camper right beside the track. <laughs> but um, no in terms of in terms of space there's always there's always space. So but uh, no it's the camping seems up, the weather looks good and that's one of the biggest, you know, things for us is camping is massive for us. So when the when the weather forecast looks good it's it's all good on our end. So we're yeah, we're excited. It's gonna if, be great. If you wanna see a full event uh, a schedule or itinerary, if you will, you guys would probably have that at uh, on the website, correct? Yeah. So uh, if you just go to our website, uh, CanadianTimeWinnersportPark.com, and look at our major events, you can kind of go event by event. And yeah, for Castro Victoria Day Speed Fest, we've got uh, all the info you need there for the fans. So the full fan guide, uh, all the info about uh, you know Saturday night, especially on Victoria Day, we always do a firework display and little uh, concert and party in the marketplace. So that hasn't changed. We're still doing that. And, uh, yeah, schedule. Everything you need is on the website. And if you can't figure that out, then you can send us a, a, a message on Instagram or Facebook. And and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll respond to you as, as fast as, uh, as a Pinty's car and, uh, <laughs> and uh, give you the information you need. Yeah, that would be the way. You can get uh, event tickets for the day. For the weekend, it comes all different ways. Junior, I know you always look forward to it. You go down as a spotter, uh, but it's always one of those race trucks that you always come home with a with a cool story. Last year, it was hiding out in the zero car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. last year, last year that uh, uh, my my fat body is not supposed to squeeze into the passenger side of a Pinty's car. I tell you what, with a tornado and, coming at you, hey, you did pretty good. We yeah, even seen a video of it. I did. I never touched fiberglass even going in there. I was scared. <laughs> Um, that, that was one of the craziest weather events I've ever seen at a racetrack and, and hats off to everybody at CTMP for, for rebounding. We're joking about it now, but, uh, I tell you what, that was, uh, that was incredibly scary at the moment, uh, and, and, and an incredible amount of work was produced for everybody involved, uh, just to put on the race the next day. Um, uh, you guys definitely went to work, Sam. They didn't skip a beat. No, they didn't. And, uh, you know, hats off. There was, there was, uh, a, a, a tremendous amount of work that they, that they needed to produce. But, uh, um, Sam, you touched on it, the camping side of things. Do you have a memorable, uh, camper setup that you've seen? At CTMP, because I, I think back to you know I've I've done a lot of traveling around on that property, uh, driving whether it be on a golf cart or whether it be you know driving around yeah. to different areas to spot from whether it be five A five B or at the end of the long straightaway, 
and I've seen quite a few pretty neat setups, like from uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, kiddie pools being set up, uh, you know, with uh, with a bunch of uh, a bunch of coolers beside it to uh, scaffolding set up so that people could stand up and get a better vantage point above the trees. Um, do you have a memorable campsite? Uh, set up at Mossport or at CTMP that uh, that stands out in your mind? Oh, I don't know. I think, I, I yeah, I have to I have to think about that. the uh, the the best The best ones that that I can think of are like you said, the ones that have a little bit of scaffolding in it, or the the RVs that kind of have the, the the like almost like the porch that comes out that's a little bit elevated. Yep. And then and then if you can get to like you know turn three or or four there, and then you can kind of get a, get up a little bit on your own campsite and see kind of multiple corners. That's that seems like the hot the hot ticket. But I mean, like you said, there's there's really no uh, there's really no bad place to be or no uh, yeah. <laughs> so you, you can kind of kind of do whatever you want. But uh, I have seen some some pretty nice campers out there that I'm like, oh, I should get I should get one of those one day when I'm, when I can actually enjoy a race weekend and not have to either drive or or be right. part of the. Uh, the operation side. So one day, hopefully, we'll see. I, what I, I do have a little bit of a story about well, that. Uh, I've oh, only oh, got two minutes. Okay. That's what I got left. Yeah, yeah, well, it's going to be quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, at the truck race, the the second truck race ever, uh, we were standing at the end of the long straightaway. A buddy of mine had a campsite there, and these crazy guys rolled in, and uh, they they had a scaffolding set up, but it extended past the top of the fence. Oh, really? And they got away with it. All the practice, all of the the next day uh, qualifying, uh, you, you literally were standing above the fence, above only feet over. away from the racetrack. Wow. And uh, finally, somebody from race control or some somebody from the facility was like, hey, whoa, time out. <laughs> you can't be over there. And they came down and made them move it. And everybody applauded because they thought yeah. it was pretty funny because, uh, uh, you know, everybody was like, I can't believe they're allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. you got lots of stuff happening all day, all week. When do fans start showing up? When would you suggest for them to show up, Sam? Yeah, if you're, if you're going to, uh, you know, if you're going to come in just for the day, obviously you can come in on Sunday and things will probably get going, you know, 10, 11 in the morning. The, uh, you know, if you show up um, to stage, I think uh, we allow staging on Thursday uh, at t- 10 a.m. to start staging your, your camper to come in. Um, so that would be the uh, the uh, quick info on that for sure. <laughs> unlike unlike uh, most short tracks, when you get to CTMP, you actually do get some form of access to the paddock area, right? Yeah, for sure. The infield is totally open. The uh, I believe you know typically we have shuttles that keep people kind of all around the track. I'll have to confirm if, if those are back or not. We usually get some help from the. Uh, uh, you know, some local volunteers for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's completely open, you know, it can kind of go wherever you want, uh, through the Pinty's paddock, through the sports car paddocks and, uh, yeah, just enjoy, uh, every, every facet of the event for sure. Sam, this has been great catching up with you. Uh, have a good weekend. I wouldn't doubt you're going to, well, you're definitely going to see junior, uh, but Susie and I just may jump in the Corvette and take a rip down, uh, to CTMP. I absolutely love the facility and, I uh, miss you guys. Uh, haven't been there for a couple of years. It's over. COVID's over. Time to get back to the track. Yes, absolutely. You're welcome anytime. We can hook that up. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Thanks so much for the time tonight, Sam. Uh, say hi to everybody and uh, let her rip, man. It's going to be a big weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. You bet. Sam Fellows, CTMP.
uh, Canada's world-class facility. If you haven't been out to CTMP, just outside Bowmanville, Ontario, a uh, beautiful racetrack. You can go anywhere. First trip I ever went there, Mark Dilly. I said to Dilly, where do I go? Where? He said, oh, you got to stand at the end of the long straightaway. He said, Joe, they're booking it in there. He says, we'll be coming in there around 170 miles an hour. And I couldn't believe it. My eyes almost flew out of my head when I first seen it. Just amazing. Uh, but you know what? That's going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank you all for tuning in. Got to thank Susie Q right here. Happy Mother's Day to all the yes, mothers. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. And uh, got to thank Sue here. And uh, absolutely all of you for tuning in each and every week. Please hit subscribe on our YouTube channel. And uh, please join us back here again next Sunday night as we will have more results. And we'll do that each and every week all the way through. But that's going to do it for us, for Joe Jr. Yeah, I'm the senior guy. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Be safe and, and get out to the races and enjoy the May long weekend. Uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.